Welcome back to another episode of The Face-Off with Fleming and Fowler. Don't forget to hit the download button and subscribe to our podcast wherever podcasts are available. folks we are back and we back and we back we're beautiful yeah we're in sync um so this podcast is going to be um very interesting because both Alyssa and i are quite tired <laughs> and i'm sober yeah I'm sorry to everyone listening at home yeah this is definitely sober and i only have moscato in my house uh so she only has juice box wine she's like oh, you want a bottle of wine i'm like this has 900 grams of sugar it's bubbly and it's bright pink no i don't want that because <laughs> i don't drink a whole, whole lot but if we get halfway through this shit and i'm still not funny i may be drinking <laughs> yeah i threw out this other bottle of wine i thought i had it but clearly i, I must have tasted it and threw it out because i'm not a wine drinker like that but anyway i do it for you at home all right i just need everyone to know that i don't drink for me i drink for y'all she she drinks for the podcast so that we could be funny someone had to do it (laughs) all right so um on today's episode we're going to be talking about um some pretty heavy stuff but some funny stuff as well um first we're going to be talking about um of course what's happened this week um with regard to brianna taylor and the ruling by the district attorney we're going to be talking about the ridiculous playground presidential debate that took place um also trump has covid (laughs) yeah and um karma something else and yeah and then we're going to be talking about some other stuff but those are the main three topics that we're going to be talking about today um so we'll be right back after these messages i just want to um start off this podcast by saying that shouts out to florida agriculture mechanical university oh my shut up shut up you pwi goer uh, anyway so this week october 3rd um, it's october 3rd yes do you know what movie that's from <laughs> no uh, uh, I, it's october 3rd what is that first of all did you hear me wheeze it's no. from oh my god it's from fucking mean girls okay i saw like, mean on girls october like 3rd he twice. asked me what day it was and he goes i've days. seen that movie like twice first of all don't try to interrupt me when i'm talking about florida and university oh, i'm ooh, yeah sorry so shout out to famu florida agriculture mechanical university that sits on the highest of seven hills um, it is our birthday. It is the university's birthday. Um, this university came about in 1887 um, by African-Americans and has been around and established and is the greatest HBCU in the nation. Um, you know, all of us in HBCU world, we can, you know, kind of rank on people, rank on each other's HBCUs. When the PWIs do it, it's like, mm-mm, no, only we can rank on each other. So shouts out to FAMU. Happy birthday, FAMU. 1887, I was class of 2009 for my bachelor's and 2014 for my doctorate. Woohoo! You graduated college in 2009? Yes. Do you know what I was doing in 2009? What, were you in ninth grade? <laughs> I was May- I was in eighth grade or ninth grade. <laughs> what? <laughs> I was actually supposed to graduate like three years before that, but I played around. <laughs> oh my God. You always put things in perspective. <laughs> of how young you are or how yeah, old I am. I just have so much life to live, you know? I feel down Maybe. and out. This, we do this at the end. Would you call Sunday the end or the beginning of the week? The beginning. 
Uh, no, I always I'm, feel like Monday is the beginning. Right. So like yeah. end of the week, I'm tired. I'm like, oh, here I go. Another work week ahead of me. Yeah. This is my life. And then I come here and you're like, I'm ancient. I'm like, ah, <laughs> really? I have so much life no, to live. You're just infantile. That's all. Just a child. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, so yeah. So shout out to FAMU. Happy birthday, FAMU. Happy birthday. FAMU. FAMU. Thank you. Home of the Marching 100. Home of the Marching 100. That's right. Not, you know, we don't say that here. You don't disrespect us. That We, we are not never. bison. I've made that mistake before. Yes, we are not bison. Thank you very much. All right, so let's get into it. So um, so we got to always start off heavy, I feel like, just so we can get it out of the way. And have Why a little do bit you want to start off light today? You want to start off heavy? Um, let's just start off heavy now so we can just get it out of the way and then we could have a pick-me-up at the very end. I got some light shit to talk about. What light shit? Like what? Oh, you want to talk about it now? No, I'd rather talk about the heavy stuff now. And oh, then we talk okay, about the well then I'm saving mine until the end. Okay, cool beans. All right, so we're talking about um, the situation with um, the ruling by the district attorney of Kentucky. Um, he is a certified Uncle Tom, and he is a disgrace to the African-American race. Um, and I don't care how you feel about it. So She said what she said. I said... What the hell I said. So basically, this week, the grand jury um, that was investigating the Breonna Taylor case, um, for those that have been living under a rock and don't know about Breonna Taylor, um, it was a situation where the um, uh, Louisville, Kentucky um, police department got a no-knock warrant. Um, and first of all, they were at the wrong house or looking for the wrong person and at the wrong house because the person that they were looking for um, did not live there. Um, Breonna Taylor, who um, was in nursing school at EMT, she was asleep in her bedroom. Her boyfriend was at the home as well. They basically busted through the door. Of course, the boyfriend was defending the home um, and they shot and killed Breonna Taylor. Um, and no arrest had been made. It has been this heavily politicized um, incident uh, because the Louisville or Kentucky just refuses to basically um, serve her justice, you know, and get justice for her and her family as well. So anyway, they, the grand jury finally decided to, or, or the DA finally decided to, um, what am I saying? He's not the damn DA. Um, Today we're struggling. He's I, not the DA. He's the attorney general. He's the AG. <laughs> Why do I keep saying the, because he went to family. First of all, ah. I did. I did. And, FAMU was the, uh, the, the university. District attorney. No, no, no. FAMU is the school that actually breeds the most bachelor, master's, and doctoral degrees of any other school, black or white. Interesting. Exactly. So, yeah. It's that easy, huh? Uh, <laughs> I, it's man. always people who go to the PWIs who are just a number and who are, oh, you yeah. know. I mean, definitely. That's skidding by that have so much to say. Okay. So anyway, I'm going to take this part out. I'll put in Attorney General so we can edit it. Anyway, so the grand jury that was investigating the Breonna Taylor case, um, they um, filed a motion. So basically what happened is um, the Attorney General would not agree to basically charge the police officer who fatally shot and killed Breonna Taylor. So what they ended up doing was he was like, oh, well, instead of charging you with her murder, we'll just charge you guys for um, wanton endangerment. Wanton, wanton, W-A-N-T-O-N, which basically means we're going to charge you for shooting in the air and endangering the other neighbors in the drywall, which is sad. 
So anyway, even when they did, uh, when they took the articles to the grand jury, um, basically he used the grand jury as an opportunity to cover up what really actually happened and to use the grand jury as a scapegoat. Well, the, the grand jury decided, you know, listen, we don't want to be used as a scapegoat. You didn't even bring the, the correct articles. You never even said anything about this girl's body. You never even presented articles about her body. You only just brought articles about the fact that the police were shooting in her apartment just all willy-nilly and endangered the lives of other people. So in this case, the air and the drywall actually got more um, justice than Breonna Taylor did. So anyway, because of that, the grand jury, they filed um, a motion that uh, basically said that the attorney general, um, I don't even want to say his name because he's an idiot. Anyway, he, that he basically screwed them over and they wanted the articles or the, the information from the grand jury hearing to be released. And um, a judge ruled that um, he needed to release them because it is, you know, it should be public knowledge and especially everything that's been going on with the protests and, you know, all this kind of stuff. So basically they released the, he released the tapes, but he did not release the transcript to basically be petty. Um, because anytime you release, you know, recordings, you're supposed to always release the transcripts as well too, because they need, they need to cite you. And in the grand jury, obviously in any court proceeding, there's always transcripts that are available. So the fact that you decided to be stupid and petty and not release the actual transcripts itself, but just say, oh, okay, well you could just listen to thousands of hours of recording and then you could just pick out what you want to pick out. And it's like, well, no, this is a legal and binding, you know, document. So um, it's just unfortunate that, you know, this African-American man who, you know, you would think skin folk is kin folk, obviously not. But the fact that this whole entire case, he has just been a jackass. I mean, he celebrated his engagement, you know, had a whole engagement party while people are out here in the streets protesting. Like, what if this had been you? What if this had been your, your fiance? Well, his fiance is white, so that's probably why it wouldn't happen. Anyway, um, but still, what if this were your sister? Like, you're an African-American man. What if this is your mama who literally was asleep and got killed in her sleep? Why did they say why they're at the wrong house? Because they were looking for her ex-boyfriend. They were looking for Breonna Taylor's ex-boyfriend who um, I guess was known to be dealing with drugs or allegedly dealing with drugs. And so um, they hit her and the guy were no longer together, I think for a while. So they had the wrong address. So that's why it all ended up happening oh, okay. anyway. So the, I don't know why I keep thinking it's like a, they were at the house next door situation. Yeah. They just had the wrong. They had the wrong the address. The whole wrong address. Absolutely. Okay. And instead of them, like, I mean, first of all, any police officer comes into your, first of all, the fact that you did not knock, like that was the whole, that was the whole thing. It was a no-knock warrant. So which means you don't even have to announce who you are. You just bust in somebody's door again. I thought that was only for like the cartel and sex traffickers and clearly it's it's like wild shit. It's for Louisville, Kentucky. That makes a lot of sense. And here's the thing, as a registered gun owner, um I am licensed to open carry. I am also a concealed weapon license holder. I have several guns in my home. There is actually a and gun. And that's on the Second Amendment. Thank you. And there is actually a gun that is sitting less than three feet away from me right now. If you walk into my house, I have an extra clip that's right there that holds 16 bullets in it. I'm going to empty both those clips on you. Let's be clear. I don't care who you are. And the fact that you didn't think that announcing yourself would have been a great idea. Because here's what I do know about policing, right? I'm not a police officer, but here's what I do know. Let's just talk about from the movies. The movies always have. Here's what I know <laughs> from Hollywood people. So listen up. This is what I know from TV. Anytime <laughs> you get ready to go and invade someone's house, you always send some partners cover the back. 
<laughs> so why wasn't that used in this situation? You should have just had, like if you thought that the person was there and that they were going to potentially escape, go to the back of the house or where, wherever. Like I'm assuming this is an apartment complex, so he couldn't go to the back of nothing, obviously. So, I mean, the fact that you couldn't even just no, 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 sheriff's office. This is your first and final warning. Please come open the door. So at least they could have opened the door and identified themselves or whatever. But the fact that you just bust in somebody's house like that. Listen, none of my guns in my home have safeties on them for a reason. No one is going to respond to someone busting through their door calmly. Right. It's a very scary situation. And that's a very fight or flight reaction. Especially at night. Thank you. And that the boyfriend, they were like, oh, the boyfriend shot two police officers or whatever the case may be. I'm surprised he didn't shoot and kill all of y'all. Like, But the fact that you busted in somebody's home. Like, and didn't announce yourself and had a no-knock warrant, and you're just like, well, yeah, we were looking for a drug dealer, so we were justified. Like, what? And the fact that you, that then there was proof that actually showed that even when they shot her and riddled her body with bullets, that she was still alive. And none of them called EMS. Then they lied about the whole situation, covered it up, tried to say that, oh, the boyfriend did something and, you know, was saying, oh, no, her body, she's still at the apartment, blah, 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 lied to her mother. Her mother sat at the hospital for hours waiting on her daughter to get there when her daughter was dead in her apartment. Like, that makes no fucking sense. Like, none at all. They knew they fucked up. They, you, and, and what makes it even worse, there is no body cam footage whatsoever. Now, if you go into somebody's house in the middle of the night looking for someone else and you have no body cam footage, it's very clear. You went there for a, a specific agenda and you did not care. So, um, again, the district attorney, he's the biggest Uncle Tom. He might as well be in the same category as Terry Crews or idiotic cell. Um, talking about black. The supremacy. attorney general? Yeah. The district attorney. He's what did I say? You said the district attorney. No, I meant to say attorney general. He's you a, are living in the Law and Order episode. Get I, out. I'm just he's. Just, I'm just so aggravated by it. It's that just, man, that coon. That's what he is. A certifiable coon is is really what he is. Um, but anyway, unfortunately, that is kind of where we are in this particular case. And again, just going back to even one of the other episodes that we um, that we put out. That again, African American women continue to be the most unprotected species in this entire world. And to add insult to injury, <laughs> they literally, the police literally went to the to the boyfriend, the current boyfriend of, or obviously the last boyfriend of Breonna Taylor, anyway, and tried to offer him a deal to say that yes, she wasn't involved in like drug trafficking and drug, you know, related activities and all this other kind of stuff. Like we'll lower your sentence or we'll, we'll try to help your case. If you say that she was involved in this and take this deal. And he was like, hell no. Yeah, absolutely not. Absolutely not. And then some people think because, you know, her family settled with, um, or settled with the, with the city, um, it was a $12 million um, lawsuit that they filed. Well, I don't think they filed a $12 million lawsuit. I think they just filed a lawsuit, and that's what they ended up settling um, out of court with for uh, $12 million. People were like, oh, her life was only worth $12 million. No. That wasn't what the settlement no. was even about. Like, the settlement, had, it was literally a wrongful death settlement. The reality is that the statute of limitations on the charging the police officer for the murder mm-hmm. is not up. And that's what people are fighting for. The fact that, you know, I mean, there was a black officer who shot and killed this white woman. Her family was awarded $50 million. 
50 million. And Breonna Taylor's family is out here getting arrested every night protesting because the person who killed her in her own home is sitting here just drinking coffee, sitting at the house, you know, watching, you know, how I met your mother. Who knows what the man watches? I don't know. You painted a good picture. It, it's just like people are such savages. I just anyway. Speaking of savage and black women and the police. Uh-huh. Meg Thee Stallion on SNL. Did you see her? I did. And I loved her performance. Same, same. Yeah. Did you see the Tory Lane smear campaign? I don't think it was a smear campaign. I think it was a fact campaign. No, fact. him sending oh. fake emails about stories about her. Well, I even, I mean, even the diss record that he made about her. He couldn't listen or, to it. I already unfollowed him on Instagram. I know everyone's going to come for me. I already did it. I, I just, about it. here's the thing. If you're trying to be vindicated in a situation um coming back and then naming specific black women in your songs in a derogatory manner um it's not gonna get you anywhere and then the fact that he said well i released this this track and this ep on my mama's birthday to give honor to my mama as you're disrespecting disrespecting african-american women he should have just been quiet what a way to say happy birthday mom in heaven <laughs> fuck black bitches but happy birthday mom who was but a black woman you. what like what the hell who like your mother is turning over her grave sir like you're an idiot i just and he was out at the club first of all should not be at a club right now we're in a pandemic second of all exactly with no mask was, on he was he was out at the club without a mask without on a mask on but you got so much uh, to say in the studio it's like you're making your case worse and worse and then one of i think megan the stallion's ex-friends or former friends she ended up um, commenting on social media and she was just like you know the real truth is gonna come out and blah 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 and you know there are times where Megan the Stallion gets like super pissy drunk and then she gets very aggressive listen the reality is this man shot her now if you get aggressive with me and you're drunk okay pu punch the person in the face kick him in the, in the butt but the fact that you almost like you Go almost ahead, murdered this girl like I, I, oh jesus sweet lamb of god save this more year life. has been a real whirlwind i just like the justifications that some people have are just it's insane to me it's absolutely insane mm -hmm. so from one shit show to another <laughs> so you did not watch the debate no no okay no i also didn't because politics makes me nauseous <laughs> but from what i've read and listened to and clips that i've seen yeah it was a shit show it's insane it was like from i from what i gathered this was the time for biden to be like hey i'm gonna close this out real quick a bunch of undecided voters mm -hmm. you already know this ain't gonna be too great right let me show you what i got exactly and this was trump's turn to be like hey uh y'all think I'm wild and I'm out here riding around, but this is my turn to just disrupt everything he needs to say. So he cannot get his show on a row and just piss him off. And hopefully he'll pop off on me because he's popped off before. And that's Very how it trick. was. Trump was just the whole time. Wouldn't let him get a word in. Wouldn't let him get a thought through. Wouldn't let him get his flow started. Yeah. And that's, it was just back and forth the whole time. I did see clips of it where they were basically just being two year olds. And even the moderator, he was just like, Hey, Hey, 
Hey, he goes, stop it. I'm taking back. I'm being... taking back control. Yeah. And, and he like, never got it. What is like, you could even see Joe Biden, like taking deep breath. Like he was meditating. Yeah. He was I think Joe, up there. Joe Biden was like, I'm doing everything in my power not to just come across this podium and just slap him in the face. And I mean, I, I did hear Joe Biden, you know, saw when Joe Biden called him a clown. He was just like, you could tell he was so frustrated. He, he was just like, that's all you wanted. Up, man. Just shut up. That's just all shut he wanted. up. <laughs> it was two kids. It was two kids. It was two two-year-olds. It was, you yeah. know, do you remember, did you have like a school elections when you were younger? Yeah. Like just fake bullshit mm -hmm. ones. It was like the reigning class president who yeah. knew he was the cool guy and knew the other guy wasn't shit. And he was just up there to like <laughs> fuck around and like he was going to say whatever he wants. And then yeah. the new kid coming in who like really had a plan and he knows no one likes him, but he has things to say and he yeah. thinks he's better. And the other kid was just like, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> like throwing spitballs at him, just trying to piss the other kid off. Yeah, pretty much. Because he already knew he was going to win. Yeah. <sighs> or he was trying. He, he didn't know whether or not he was going to win. Mm -hmm. So he just tried to do anything he could just to kind of, you know, captivate the audience. Um, one thing that I did take away, well, two, two very important things that I took away from this, um, from this presidential debate. First of all, our country is debate, going to hell. What did I say? It wasn't very presidential. It wasn't. Um, the country's going to hell. The country is going to hell in a handbasket. That's number one. And I will continue to say this. You mean to tell me that with all of these amazing people in this country, this is the best we have no because no one wants to be president it's a shit job i mean i would do it no you wouldn't but i would fire every like i would spill it's a horrible all the it is a horrible you're absolutely job. right and i would spill all the beans listen equality for <laughs> all we're gonna all be in the same tax bracket you know i'm a socialist yes uh, to a degree it depends she on what does you not represent the voice of this podcast well it just depends on what you want to be socialistic about Socialistic is not a word. So I just made it we up. can have selective socialism here in this That's country. That's very true. I agree, I agree with that. I just think there's no, like, that screws people over. Capitalism screws people over. Oh, there's no right answer like, for there's anything. There's no right answer. No. And that's why everyone looks like shit after their yeah. time in office. It's a horrible job. It is. No one who's qualified or would actually do a good job wants that job because they know how tied Stressful up it, it all is. is in money and yeah. secrets. You never win. Mm -hmm. There's always people that are stupid and wrong. Everything is a conspiracy. But one, the, one, the biggest thing that I took back from what Trump said um, is that when they asked him about condemning white supremacy. And he and wouldn't do it. He, okay, I want to play a clip from, from this. So, um, hold, please. I just think that was your time, man. This was the one. But why thing would he do just, it when he literally he called upon the Proud Boys and said, stand back and stand by, sir. And then yeah. they tried to justify and say, it was a word slip. It was no. So they were saying like, the word nigga is a word slip too. They were like, what? Like, would you be okay with saying that you like are against white supremacy and yada yada yada? He was like, yeah, yeah. Of course I'm with that. Well, well, well. They're like, okay, we'll say. It. He's like, well, what do you want me to do? Well, what do you want? And they're like, we'll say it right now. So let me let me play the clip oh, real quick. God. Hold on. Tonight to condemn white supremacists and militia groups sure. and to say that they need to stand down and not add to the violence in a number of these cities as we saw in kenosha and as we've seen in portland sure, are you I'm prepared to, to do specifically that, do it so i would ahead, say sir. i would say almost everything i see is from the left wing not from the right so wing. what do you what do you, you look, what are you saying I'm, I'm willing to do anything i want to see well, peace then do it sir say I, it do it say it do you want to call them what do you want to call them? Give me a name. Give me a white name. White supremacists and right supremacists and right supremacists. Stand back and stand by. But I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. 
Somebody's got to do something about Antifa and the left because this is not a right his wing own, problem. This is, this is a left wing. This is a left wing problem. Antifa is an idea, not an organization. Oh, you got it. Not malicious. That's what his FBI, his FBI director said. Well, then you know what? No, no, we're done. Do you remember when <laughs> the KKK, someone fact check me, I'm pretty sure this is all accurate. Do you remember when the KKK started using one of the Taylor Swift songs as like their, like their uh, promotional theme song, song? No. like theme song basically? Wow. And she didn't say anything? Really? And wow. people were like, hey girl, just so you know, this horrible, hateful group is like <laughs> rocking to Shake, Shake, Shake or whatever the hell it was. That's the, like yeah oh. it is the fact that it's you're because just they like know who's voting and they know who they're getting yeah. money from and numbers from and they're not gonna do anything to screw it up well the fact that you literally called out a known white supremacist like terrorist group you literally said well, well what do you want me to call them give me a name give me a name and all, both of them are like white supremacists <laughs> and he's like proud boys that's a known white supremacist terrorist group. And you literally called them out and said, proud boys, stand back and stand by. So, mm -hmm. so you're getting your Biden troops in said order? Proud boys. But the fact that he even repeat, like proud boys yeah. is a real group. I know. And the fact that he told them to stand back and stand by, bruh, let, let's be just, Lord Jesus. <laughs> save us all please oh god please save us well here's the thing just on a spiritual note jesus did give us very clear instructions about how to fix all of this just saying the blood of christ the, that is very I've true and he said the if the if my, my people who are called by my name would humble themselves turn away from their sins i'll heal their land that's all i'm saying and you already know that here in this house we will we serve the Lord. Lord. Mm -hmm. That's all I'm saying. He gave very clear instructions. Cosmically, it's going to get worse before it gets better. Absolutely. We have a full moon coming soon, or we just had one and there's a new transit. There's a lot of stuff going on, but it it'll really all, I think December, we're looking towards some better times. December's going to be the end. <laughs> <laughs> better times meaning we'll all be gone. Yeah, the whole, we're going to be like the dinosaurs. Have you ever seen that TikTok where, where the girl <laughs> is like, she's like, meteor? So, but hey, hey, God, what's up? Like, hey, angel, did you make the dinosaurs uh, gave them more muscle like I asked you? <laughs> She's like, yeah, I made them a meteor. Meteor? Meteor. Meteor? <laughs> meteor? <I love> the <laughs> oh, my God. But yeah, that debate was, oh, that every other country is sitting back laughing at us like, it was an embarrassment. It was an embarrassment. Neither one of them were the world better than the. There was both. It was dramatic. They were both bad. And listen, North Korea right now is like, yep. I thought we were bad, but nope. Like the if you were watching that, you'd be like, this person, whoever wins this, is in charge of the button. That one button. Yeah. Definitely. And the codes, they get the codes and the button. These people. Listen, this is one of the reasons why, and I'm not ashamed to say it. This is exactly why I voted for Hillary Clinton, not because I like her. But because I trusted her more with that button than I trusted this orange idiot. He can't even be trusted to have a civilized conversation. Even when Hillary Clinton and Obama were going back and forth, they gave each other time to talk. Even when Hillary Clinton and Biden were going back and not Biden, uh, uh, 
Bernie Sanders were going back and forth. They literally gave each other the opportunity to speak. Trump, when Trump and, and Hillary were running against each other, this idiot walked behind her the entire debate like a creepy dude trying to intimidate her. And I'm just like, can you please just be a freaking adult already and have a civilized conversation? You don't have to agree. But the fact that the moderator the whole time was just like, but he's like and gentlemen we're moving on from this topic. right i'm just like oh my god he didn't god. debate anything he just kept bringing up biden's family and biden kept saying actually da, 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 and trying to redirect everything yeah. and then not I don't know, this is all coming thing. from the left this is all coming from the left and antifa and just like biden said antifa is an idea it's not an actual like group like shut up like mm-hmm. it's so annoying but anyway um god is good and uh, all the Trump, time and all the time god is good and here's the thing uh, even piggybacking off of the the debate, um, the reason karma why I say back. karma comes back and karma chameleon, y'all, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, chameleon. Hey, hey. Um, so yes, in this week's news, um, you guys is a wonderful president because he ain't my president. Um, actually was diagnosed with COVID nineteen. It's amazing that he even tweeted uh-huh. the first lady and I have been diagnosed with COVID-19. Oh, you mean it's not the, the Asian flu? You, you mean it's not the Kung flu? The Kung. Really? Oh, wow. So now you can call it by its proper name. Well, what do they call it? say this about that. He knew that he, okay, who's the first chick? They had that thing at the White House. He was like announcing Huchiku. From that, they knew she had gotten COVID, right? As he's on his way to. Are you talking about Kelly Conway? No. Hillary. Hil- oh, shit. There's a lady. <laughs> they a were lady together. <laughs> then he went to a fundraiser on the plane to the fundraiser. He got the call. Hey, Hoochie she's positive. <laughs> then he still Hoochie-coo. went to the fundraiser yeah, around all these other people. That's what's getting me. Yep. Because you really didn't give a shit. Yeah, he did. And then what's so funny is they're just like, oh, his son Baron tested negative. His son is in boarding school. What are you talking about? <laughs> He's not around his parents. Him and Melania don't even live together. I'm surprised uh, she got it. Well, like, I'm just like you, <laughs> you're in charge of a government, the same government that's like, hey, if you feel sick, stay home. If you've been around someone with COVID, stay home. And his ass yeah. is like, but I'm trying to get this money. No, he wants to drink bleach. And he's like, you know, you, there's a disinfectant that we can drink along with. The oh, and UV we're going to have a vaccine soon. We're on yeah. to a vaccine. Yeah. We're on to a vaccine. And, and now you've been transferred to Walter Reed and all these, you know, doctors are coming out just all fake and phony. Oh, the president is doing very well. We're just keeping him for observation. Okay. And somebody going to leak his records. I'm going to just tell you that right now. Eight out of 10 people in your age group that get COVID don't fucking make it. You're 74 years old. You're obese. I'm quite sure you got heart disease. With a T. You heard her. You obese. Not E-D. You obese with a T. Okay. And you're 74. I'm quite sure you got a touch of diabetes and high cholesterol and you probably got a a 20 percent chance of getting chf which is congestive heart failure and you just oh they can't break his fever Mm, yeah you're headed on ecmo buddy oh so i'm saying yeah so i do want to play this little this little um clip from the debate where he called joe Biden a fool for wearing a mask and saying well, I, I wear a mask when it's necessary when i need to that's why i'm so cautious about talking shit on this podcast well, here's the thing because then they'll be like and here's Alyssa fowler replay yeah well yeah. we're not talking shit we're talking facts because the mm. fact is covid is real and as a person who has been working with covid positive patients 
since March of this year. Y'all, when I tell y'all I'm so sick of COVID, I'm sick of ventilators, I'm sick of trachs, I'm sick of high flow, I'm sick of nasal cannulas, I am sick of ECMO, I am sick of cardiac pressors, I am sick of wounds, I am sick of PTOT speech, the doctors, the whole medical system at large. I'm sick of getting my temperature taken every damn time I walk into work. Oh my God, I'm sick of obsessing over, do I have it? Do I have it? Oh, I coughed today. My Uh, N95 busting. Yes, my N95. As soon as I try to put it on. I was in a patient room, thank God he was COVID negative last week uh or you know this past friday actually i was in a patient room and i'm sitting there and he's on ecmo we're getting him up to the chair and literally my n95 just pops and i'm like and you know it feels like a gunshot to the head it really does it's like every time and you're like yeah and i just stood there and i was like hmm do i leave the room and go find another n95 and have to go all the way down to so one in order to get another one or do i just stay here and yeah i was just like He's negative. I'm, I still have a face shield. I still have on the N95. The top part is still there. So you know what I did? The seal's broke. Here's the thing what I did. Is this probably, this is obviously not the right thing to do. Don't do this. Stapled it. Oh, I got a piece of tape and I just taped the part on my chin. Oh my God. I've stapled it. I haven't taped it to my face. Yeah. It, I was just like, we're almost done. I'm already sweaty. I'm in a gown. I'm in a, you know. Yeah. So I'm the tape's sweaty. not sticking because no, you're sweating. Great. Definitely not. It's just adding another layer of bacteria there. So I do want to play this little clip where uh, Trump called Biden a fool for wearing a mask. Okay. You have to understand, if you look, I mean, I have a mask right here. I put a mask on, you know, when I think I need it. Tonight, as an example, everybody's had a test and you've had social distancing and all of the things that you have to. But I Just wear masks when needed. When needed, I wear masks. Okay, let me ask. I don't, have to, I don't wear masks like him. Every time you see him, he's got a mask. He could be speaking... 200 feet away from it, he shows up with the biggest mask I've ever seen. I will <laughs> say, Vice, I will President, say Vice President Biden, go ahead, sir. Look, the way to open businesses is give them the wherewithal to be able to open. So, yeah, it's amazing that you, you laugh at one person and now you're in Walter Reed and Biden is older than you. Everybody's had a test. Everybody's had a test. Clearly you didn't because yours came back positive, Remember bro. Remember that time that you can test someone multiple times and you'll get multiple yeah results well the reason the reason why we have so many covid cases is because they keep testing people and the more you test people the more, the more COVID yeah, cases come that's out. what happens yeah because that because that's a fact yeah so um karma is real that's all i'm saying the reality is when you sit here and you make fun and you make a joke out of something and you continue to dismiss what these brilliant scientists are saying to you and telling you how severe and how serious this disease is and you continue to just disregard and you know disregard the facts that are present in your face this is what ends up happening it's like this is this should be the most humbling experience for him and I, to be honest with you like i people are talking about you know on social media there's a lot of people that are wishing death on him and they're just like you know oh, i hope he dies and you know the simpsons you know predicted his death, his death which they did they did and the simpsons have been right about a lot of things however i'm not saying i want the man to die but at the same time um do i want him to know what it feels like to be on a ventilator so he would take this thing seriously absolutely i'm, I'm not gonna deny that That's i'm not wishing thing. it on him but at the same time mm-hmm. i i want you to be in a position where you are so humbled that you that this disease will bring you to your knees just like it has thousands of other americans and not just americans but people across the world because this disease has killed so many people and you're making light of it and saying Uh, the flu kills more people you're absolutely right but when we are in the middle of a pandemic and we are dealing with something that we don't know how to cure it because everybody is still winging it let's be clear everybody every physician is still winging it there is not a cure yet for this disease 
you are treating symptoms at this point. You cannot go and say, oh, I'm positive for COVID. Let me go get a shot. That does not exist. It doesn't exist. You don't even have a cure. You're coming out with a vaccine to prevent it. You don't even have a cure yet. My favorite is, well, they're not dying from COVID. They're dying from, you know. Pre-existing conditions. Because of, I was like, Ugh. People are so stupid. They're just like, well, they're, they're troubled like, the numbers. I'm sorry, but if I'm, in, if I'm on a ventilator because I'm in respiratory failure, what gave me the respiratory failure? Exactly. Thank you. It's, I'm not dying from COVID. I'm dying because it screwed up all of my organs. I'm in multi-organ failure. I can't get off the vent because I got COVID. People are so dumb. Like when they, when people came out and were just like, oh, they're calling everything a COVID death. If you had a heart attack, they're calling it a COVID death. You know why they're calling, calling it a COVID death, you freaking idiots? It's because you came into the hospital with freaking COVID. And COVID spiraled all these other issues. You already have diabetes. You already have, you know, heart issues, you know, high cholesterol, hypertension. This only exacerbates it. Let me just break it down for all you non-medical people out there. Okay. Anytime you have a respiratory issue, which means you have a lung issue, you can't breathe. Guess what happens to your body? Your heart will work 10 times harder to be able to supply blood to your body, to be able to receive blood from the right side of your heart to your pulmonary system, back out to the left side of your heart to perfuse blood. This is why many people with COVID, they go into, they go into cardiac, they have cardiac issues because it's pulling on the heart. The heart is working 10 times harder to try to supply the same amount of oxygen, the same amount of blood, and it can't do it. And it zonks out. This is why people who have respiratory issues at some point may need to go on some kind of cardiac drugs because your heart can't take it. Then you tuple, you, then you couple diabetes in there which means delayed wound healing, uh -uh. which means delayed healing for the body autom automatically. I mean, then you get wounds, then you get septic, then you die, and you're just like, well, they died from a heart attack. And just like you said, how, why did they have the heart attack? Mm -hmm. Because they couldn't freaking breathe, their heart was strained, because the heart gave out. Because they wanted to go out and have fun without a mask on. Oh my God, people are just, y'all, I get it, everybody's not in the medical field, I totally get it, I totally understand. Just Google it. <laughs> Go on WebMD. It'll My explain thing is, I don't care you. if you don't believe in COVID. You're the president of the freaking United States. Just wear a mask when you're on TV. So exactly. Think. And it, just... It's all about, sh like, lead by example is my point. If a scientist is telling you that masks are, are important and they're necessary, put on the damn mask. You just wear, like you said, wear a mask just, just in front of everybody. Even if you don't practice it at, a, at your own home, wear it on TV so at least the population, the, the, the public will be like, you know what? The president of the United States, he's following the directions. Let me go ahead and just wear a well, mask. See, that's how I know he's crazy. Because if he really thought it wasn't a big deal, right? So I get like putting on this front and telling everybody on the news it's not real and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But you have all these highly paid people around you telling yeah. you the numbers. So you would be, to me, I'd be wearing a mask, not on camera, in my personal life. Because I'm like, shit, out there, I got to pretend like it ain't a big deal. But like, I'm here yeah. and I know the numbers. But my thing is too, I won't even know what's going on with his secret service. Cause his secret service has been around. And I hope that they, they weren't crazy enough to not wear a mask. And you know, these people, they, there was this group of people that stormed this one target and was like, Oh, you guys are sheep for the slaughter. You're wearing a mask and blah, blah, blah. And I have a what medical does condition. It hurt? It's not like they said, Hey, you have to go out and buy this $75 mask with right. this super duper weird film on it. And everyone exactly. has to wear it. People are like, I can't breathe in a mask. Well, welcome to my world because I wear a mask for eight to 10 hours every single day. Mm -hmm. And guess what? I got to suck it up. Remember the time I was giving people showers in, in 95s? Very true. 
And that I have a trash rough. bag. I have a trash bag on me plus gloves God. and, and a scrub cap. And I again, I should have lost at least a hundred pounds. From You're this in a sweatsuit pandemic. all day. I'm in a sweatsuit. I'm literally like you know the Missy Elliott. You know who Missy Elliott is, right? Me? Yes. Oh, no, um, the person sitting next to you. Yes, you. Are you trying to Darren? No. Yeah, I know Missy. Is it worth so remember, it? Let me work it. Put the thing down, flip it, and reverse it. The fact it's that that's the first song you come out and you don't even come out with any other her other earlier songs. Anyway, like so you what? remember the song um, "I Can't Stand the Rain" where she Can did the video with the trash bag? Stand the that rain. is not Missy Elliott. That I'm, is New Edition. Sunny day. Uh, I know the trash bag though. They're on a spaceship. Thank you for tuning in to the first and final podcast <laughs> of The Face Off with Fleming and Fowler. Oh my God, it was one of her most iconic music yeah, videos. Yeah, they're on a spaceship. Or is that Janet Jackson? Shit. Janet Jackson and Buster Rhymes are on a spaceship. Okay. But I do know what you're talking about. Yes, yeah, so she has a trash bag on. Right. So I'm saying all that to say that that's what I feel like every day that I go to work, except for I don't have any air in my trash bag. It's all stuck to me because I'm sweating <laughs> like a fat pig. But and anyway. then you rip it off and you have boob sweat. and pit Well, sweat. not only that, you take it off and all your sweat is just like pooling in your glove. So and it's freaking disgusting. And you just feel like crap. But yeah, again, I don't wish death on the president. I don't wish death upon anybody, not even my worst enemy. Uh, but I do think that this needed to happen um, to really humble him and for him to really understand. And also, too, I think it was a definitely um, God maybe making an example out of him as well to show everybody else in this world. Anyone you are, can get anyone. Can, you are not untouchable. Even those of us who work with covid positive patients every day, we are not untouchable just because we are protected and have on all this stuff like any one of us can get it at any point in time and for literally the leader of the so-called free world and his wife to be positive and melania is probably chilling at home like yes lord take him and he just sitting here at walter reed i don't care how much they say oh he's doing well whatever the reality is that something happened severe enough for you to be admitted that's can, it. A lot of our patients look all right. Of course. And then you walk in there and say hi, and they go, eh, "Thank hi. you." Hey. They, you check their O2 saturation, and it's like seventy-two. Like, huh? You're not breathing, are you? Yeah. They can answer all your questions. They can get up and move. And guess what? Their O2 sats uh -huh. are in the seventies, which they should not be. So I think this is a very humbling experience for him, and I pray that from this experience that he gains some type of wisdom or common sense to stop playing with this disease. Like, and the fact that he took all the numbers from the CDC and now they're already reporting. And I mean, everybody's talking about everything else except for COVID, like COVID does not still exist and is not still killing people. I literally lost a patient this week. And let me tell you how I lost this patient. Okay. This is going to cycle over to the rehab corner. So let's go to the rehab corner first before I bring out all this. They tried to make me go to rehab. I, I said, go, go, go. Hey, that's I've been bad. But when I come back, you go, go, go. Get your ass in that corner. Hey, welcome to the rehab corner, everybody. So here at the rehab corner, we're going to talk about a couple of different things. Number one, we're going to talk about how um, COVID is still real and killing people and how something happened that was sad but funny just at the go same into time. it girl don't even yeah. tell them about it just so basically um so piggybacking off of what we were just talking about with regard to um trump having COVID, and that it's still killing people i had this patient this week actually it was on monday um my coworker and i who's an ot we go in the patient's room and you know of course we check to the nurse any medical reason why we can't see this patient blah 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 the patient's on ecmo we go in the patient's room and we treat him for pt and ot right and the patient he does well he does okay blah 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 
we come out of the room and the nurse is like, hey, um, can you guys come over to the corner? And we're like, what? what's going on? Oh my gosh, you gonna spill some tea? And she's like, did you, did you all hear what's gonna happen today? And we're like, no, what are you talking about? And she's like, yeah, they're gonna withdraw care on him today. <laughs> and we're like, wait, what? You talking about the patient that we just worked with? And she's like, yeah, I came in and the night nurse told me that they're going to withdraw care today. And I'm like, you, you didn't think to share that with us before we went in his room to see him. Like, why would we force him to do therapy? Hey, buddy, on no, the, it's your last day on earth, but let's get up. You got to get strong so you can see Jesus. Like, <laughs> what the hell? And I was just looking at her. We're going like, to tire you out. So when your family comes in to talk to you for the last time, you're completely wiped. Seriously. Like, I'm like, again, this man is on a vent. Like, why would you let us go in the room and you didn't tell us anything that was going on? And she's just, I thought you guys knew if you had to pull us to the side to tell us, obviously we did not know. And literally the next morning that my coworker and I came in, the man was no longer there in the flesh. And you were one of the last people you saw. What and a I'm, horrible sight. And the thing is at one point he was just like, yeah, can I get back to bed? Like signaling, like let's just return to bed. And we're like, no, come on, we gotta you push. Gotta get strong. We're gonna push. We gotta push. And literally, we. I'm just like, and that's why communication is important, oh ladies and God. gentlemen. This is, y'all. It's not as bad as my nurse that told me that it's just part of his disease course. What did she say? It's part of his. Oh, it's part of it. Yeah, it's part of the disease, disease course. course. I'm like, I'm not. He can't. I, mm, uh, it's just so annoying. Just okay. So communicate people just communicate just like when i said on the last episode how my patient nobody told me the lady was blind and i'm sitting here thinking oh gosh she's maybe had some kind of infarct she needs a head ct and the nurse is like oh no she's blind and the chart said nothing about the lady's blindness so yeah it was this week was a really weird week um also too in the rehab corner my back went out this week ladies and gentlemen (laughs) yeah it really did uh, that, is, that is the perfect sound bite because um did it go out while you're working with someone or before? no no his mind's gone out not gone out but i pulled it when yeah. i was working with someone and that shit's the worst i've done that most of the time when my back goes out um it is because of just overuse like when i am working with patients but this happened at the stupidest time so i have been going back to the gym you know i'm trying to you know lose this weight get a, get this weight off me and I've been going to get the gym. Off. Get it off me. Exactly. I've been going to the gym religiously for the past two weeks and every day. And so um, I had done this back ex- this back extension exercise. You know, the one where you lay you lay on a little thing and you can kind of dip all the way down and bend all the way down and you pull yourself back up. No, I don't know what that is because it sounds painful and I didn't do it. <laughs> no, it's, it's actually not painful because you can, you can control it, but you just bend at your hips. Anyway, so I did the machine and I did like, I think two sets of, three sets of something. And I was perfectly fine on Wednesday. Thursday, I go to work. And I'm like, hmm, my back feels a little tired, but it's kind of okay. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to just deal with it. And then it just started progressively getting worse and worse and worse. So I went to the gym because I was like, okay, if I go to the gym, She's I She's like, you know what I out. should do? Go back to the gym with my hurt back. Exactly. And I did that, and I tried to stretch it out. And I was like, no, I think my back's, like, going to go out. Like, it's, it's definitely going to go out. So I only spent, like, 20 minutes in the gym. So I left, came home, and it just – everything just hit me all at once. And I was like, God dang it. So then um, – Actually, no, that's a lie. Let me go back. So well, she's lying. Well, what happened was I was getting ready to leave work. I'm sorry. On Thursday, on Wednesday, I did the exercise. Thursday, I was changing my clothes at work to get ready to go to the gym. So, you know, I was like, okay, let me just go ahead and use the bathroom before I go to the gym. Blah, blah, blah. So I don't have to stop it while I'm at the gym and go to the bathroom. Well, you know, I'm squatting over the toilet like we all do. Nobody sits on toilet seats. I know I don't, but whatever, especially not in public, public or even in some people's houses. Anyway. And so I 
go to pull my little drawers up, right? And I can't get back up. <laughs> Didn't you use the grab bar? There literally is a grab bar in there, I and I had to hold on to the grab bar. And I was just like, yo. So I tried to, just, you know, like do some some little um, back exercises and huh the, you need a good deep breath out to sit and a deep breath in to stand girl listen i i needed something and i tried to come back up and i was like oh wait something ain't right so i was like okay i'm just gonna go to the gym i'm gonna stretch it out it's gonna be fine i woke up friday morning and yeah i could barely walk and i own a two-story house and i have 17 steps to get to my master bedroom so the fact that i had to climb down Ooh. 17 steps you should have just sat and scooted listen that was gonna be that was gonna be way worse you that think? was gonna be way worse yes definitely it's always harder to go down the stairs than it is to come up because at least i can pull myself up with my arms versus when i'm going down i have to control myself from just you know face planting on my stairs mm. so um when i got in the car it was perfectly fine i got to work i saw one of my coworkers. Shouts out to her. She's an amazing physical therapist. And she did some, uh, got in there and got some of my trigger points out. Um, and I just struggled the whole day on Friday. And I just told my supervisor, I was like, listen, I know I'm supposed to work the weekend. I can't even do it. Like, I'm, I'm, I just need a day off just to just lay in the bed and do absolutely nothing. So, yeah. Um, I think it is a combination of patience. Um, but at the same time, I think it was, you know, me trying to be this weekend warrior and work out and i'm like oh i feel good let's keep doing it that's why i don't go to the gym well this is why i'm obese because every time i go to the gym something like this happens my thing is always like during a transfer that i probably shouldn't be doing by myself but i think i'm a good therapist <laughs> so i can do it by myself yeah yeah and I, like in the middle of it i can feel that my back is about to go mm -hmm. and i'm just like it's you or me sir it's you or me. Listen, I got to throw your ass back in the bed because I'm not going to make it. And if I go down, who's going to get both of us up? Seriously. So, yeah, I might have to ragdoll you for a sec, but you're going to make it. It's just hard when they're on, when they're tricked or on the vent because you're yeah. like, oh, shit, I can't throw you back. Or if they're on ECMO and you're like, if if you fall, I'm going to kill you. There's Literally, also like eight die. other people in the room when they're on ECMO and you're like, oh. Yeah. And, every, and the thing is, when they're on ECMO, everybody is already nervous that you're moving them on ECMO anyway. So if you, if they fall, everybody's just never going to trust you again. You're going to lose your job. You you're have your life. foot up trying to get their feet <laughs> and your hand over here. You're just trying to. Yeah. You're oh. just trying to figure out any way to keep them from the floor. And I'm telling you on Friday, I told my coworker as soon as I came in, I was like, listen, we are going to struggle today together. I cannot help you. So if we have a patient <laughs> that is total or max assist, I cannot physically help you. Like you will just die by yourself. Cause I promise you, I'm gonna let the patient go. And thankfully one of our patients who is a little bit more, um, requires a little bit more assistance. Um, she refused us. <laughs> and thank God people did not want to get up with therapy. And we literally sat in her room for 20 minutes trying to convince her. And I was just holding onto the bed. Like, Oh God, please just hurry up. Let's just get the refusal. Like get out. See, my, we can charge for that. So what the hell did you do? I couldn't charge for it. So. I'm always like, huh, you don't want to work, do therapy. You say, well, so don't no. let me, tell me about it. So here, here's what my coworker did. She literally holds her hand doing stupid flexion and extension of the elbow. And I'm just like, <laughs> really? She's like, that's active assistance. A little charge, baby. I so, am yeah, I had to do a helping to facilitate note. the cognitive processing of this hospital experience for OT. you. And that's a billable charge. I hate OT. I hate OT because they can charge for psychosocial, psychosocial, and we cannot as PTs. I hate that. So we literally spent 20 minutes in this lady's room trying to convince her, and she was so confused. And in my head, I'm just like, it's Friday. You ain't got no job. You ain't got no job. You, you ain't, ain't got, got nothing to do. do. 
And I was just like, I'm not going to argue with you on a Friday, lady. My back is burning because it, it burns when I stand in the same spot for multiple, uh. for long periods of time. And I'm just looking at my coworker like, she's told you no, like for the past 10 minutes. We don't need to go through this for another <laughs> 10 minutes. Let's just let it go and move on. I get it. She's on ECMO. I don't care because you know why? My back is hurting. She'll still be on ECMO on Monday. Exactly. And then we go to see another patient. And so he was like, I was like, good morning. How you doing? Because I wasn't my usual bubbly stuff. And he's like, uh, you look like you're struggling today. I was like, <laughs> I am, sir, who's on ECMO. Yes, I am struggling because I threw my back out. I said, but you get, guess what? Guess what doesn't matter? My back. But guess what does? You're <laughs> still walking today. You're still going to get up out of this bed. And you're still going to walk the halls of the uh, of the ICU. So, Dude, that's yeah. the hard part. Because even when it's Friday and you're just unmotivated and you're like, I just got to get through this day. You still have to go in there. Yeah. And people, it's always when you think like, I'm going to go get this refuse real quick. This person yeah. hasn't done anything all week. Mm -hmm. It's my Friday. Let me just knock it out. And you yeah. go in and they're like, bright eyed and bushy tailed and ready to go. Yes, I'm ready to do therapy. And you're like, like God son dang of it. Yeah. Like, like, every other day, sir, I come in here and try to get you to do one thing. And you say, no, 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 right. not right now. My show's on. Da, 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 da. But today when I'm like, hey, I have things to do. Yep. I'm not feeling too hot. Absolutely. I'm a little tired. This guy's like, what are we going to do today? Yeah, it was it was definitely a struggle. A lot of the nurses said, I was just like, Monica, why are you walking like that? And I'm like, because I cannot walk upright. I can't walk it's all, upright. It's on act. She's being dramatic. No, I, I was struggling. And I just, anything I dropped on the floor on Friday, first of all, I want to apologize to EVS right now um because i kept dropping a lot of stuff and i was just like i can't bend down and pick it up i can't so i just kept trying to scoot it every other place have you seen <laughs> that video on social media and it's like normal people and she gets ice out of the ice box like the ice maker part yeah. uh -huh. and the ice falls on the floor she kicks it under yeah. the ice box and she goes psychopaths and the ice falls and they pick it up and put it in the sink <laughs> yeah that's me i pick it up and put it in the sink no i definitely was just like i'm sorry can you pick that up for me can you pick that oh, up? Oh, you're that girl. Well, the thing is, I kept telling our coworker, I was like, I'm going to buy you a massage because I literally, I physically can't help you do anything. Like, I was trying to set up the chair and then, like, the nurse's staff was You just, were like, the one pushing the chair? I do. Yeah, I pushed the chair, but the patient wasn't in it. It was an empty chair, which was great. Because I was like, if I'm no, walking I'm with saying this, that's usually someone else's job. You were pushing the chair? I was, and I let OT. Uh huh. You did let. Uh, I'm sure you did. <laughs> I'm did. sure you did. I did. And then we had this one patient who was just, oh my God, he was. I was just not in the mood. And so I had to use tip top manipulation. And I was like, he was like, can I just be pushed back to the rest of the, you know, the rest of the way to my room? And I'm like, no, you walked all the way back to your room yesterday. You are not going to, I'm not going to compromise with you. And you are not going to slack off. He was like, no, but I didn't walk all the way back. I was like, yes, you did. You're confused. You walk back. The man did not walk back the day before. Maybe care. listeners of this podcast don't know what ICU delirium is. <laughs> But patients don't know what the fuck is going on because they're stuck in a room. The lights are on and off at weird times. Yeah. They're just sleeping. They, the windows suck. It's facing another building. They get confused. And this woman yeah, I took advantage starts of lying to these patients. You're so mean. <laughs> I did. So my coworker says, Monica, you know he didn't walk back yesterday. I was like, I don't care. I didn't listen. He was going to walk. He needed to do more. It's fine. He was able to do it. And then the nursing staff joined in with me and was just like, yeah, you walked back yesterday. Complicit, so, even worse. So of course, all of us made him seem like he was crazy. Because I was like, dude, I'm leaning on this chair. Like, I, I don't need you to sit in the chair because I can't She's push like, you She's like, you have to walk chair. all the way back. Yeah. I need the chair. I know you're on life support, but yeah. But here's I the thing. It. it was beneficial for him because he walked... 30 more feet than he did the day before, which is what, ladies and gentlemen? Progression. Yeah, OT's going to have to spend an extra 30 minutes with him on yeah. Monday just to process the <laughs> lying that you did. He was just like, I didn't I didn't walk back to my room yesterday. Yeah, you did. 
Yeah. He's probably yeah, writing it in his reflection journal. He's like, I could have sworn that I didn't I just, want that part. Is, I think the nurses are lying to me. Listen, sometimes you got to lie to your patients in order for them to do what they need to do um, to appease yourself in your body. So, yeah. And that's uh, anything else for the rehab corner this week? What's happening to you in rehab this week? Oh, nothing. Friday was the day that I was like, bare minimum. Everyone's yeah. getting it because we yeah. just, if you want to work, you'll work. And if you don't, you don't. So I had that patient who was a double. Yeah. And I'm only a one person. Right. And I went in there and I said, sir, actually, no, I want to talk to nursing first because yeah. that's what you're supposed to do. And I said, can I right. see this patient? Yeah. All he wants to do is sit on the edge of the bed. And I said, oh, I'm going to stop you right there. It's only me. Not super safe. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about all that. She's was he like, like a two-person assist? Oh, yeah. Oh, like, wow. when I, like, two, like, nothing in, going on in the legs. And once we get to the edge of the bed, not a whole lot going on in the arms. Oh, and our wow. trunk's coming. Oh, He God. is involved, right? Yeah. Super nice. Whatever. And uh, she's like, welcome to our world. We never have help. And I don't know why I let that get under my seat. A normal person would have yeah. been like, listen, she, nursing is a very hard job yeah. and they don't have a lot of help all the time and they have to move patients and transfer patients and they're not very proficient in that and yada, yada, yada. Mm. No. Me? I was like, fuck that. You think I can't get them up? We're going to sell it. Blah, blah, blah. So I went in there. Is that a dare, ma'am? Is that yeah. a dare? So you double like, dog dare me? I was just like, had chip on my shoulder and I walk in. I was like, sir, what's up? Arm exercises? Because it's just me today. <laughs> arm exercises? Just and he was arms. like, oh, like he can't, he can't, first of all, he can't hear for shit. You have to write things on a dry erase board. Oh, not even if you go all the way up to his ear and scream? I, so the first day I screamed in his ear and he could hear. And then yeah. after that, the, the wife has been like, no, 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 he can't hear, he can't hear, he can't. Whatever. I was going to say, maybe you blew his ear. Blew his ears the, up. the last bit of eardrum. I've been, I've been like, known to blow an ear out. <laughs> and uh, so he's like, all I want to do is sit on the edge of the bed i was like uh of course you want of course you want to participate he's today. like my back hurts so bad and i just want to sit on the edge of the bed and i didn't Ooh. see anyone assigned for pt yeah i was gonna, just gonna ask you that too like because my go-to was always like hey pt's coming later yeah so, pretty much you know we'll just wait on them no no one was assigned i don't know what's going on and i was like listen we're gonna try yeah. and if it's not working and we get halfway and it's just not happening today you're going back we're yeah. gonna do arm exercise we're brushing your teeth and washing your face yeah. and we're calling it he's like okay so I, and he has, the hard part is he has spinal precautions. So I can't oh, just chair yeah. him or anything. That you can't like, just flop him all around. I can't just flop him all around. Yeah. So I try as I might. Mm -hmm. I, that man mustered every ounce of strength he freaking had, which Aww. is not a lot. We're sitting at the edge of the bed. Well, I can't do anything else with him yeah. because I have all hands on him. Yeah. And so I'm trying to write things on the dry erase board so he knows what the hell is going on or what I want him to do because I need him to like sit up. It was just a freaking mess. Yeah. I keep dropping the markers for the dry erase board on the floor. Maybe you need OT services. I needed OT. So I was yeah. sweating because these contact. I'm wearing the gown. I'm wearing oh, the mask gosh. and the shield. That's horrible. So and did you get to the, the edge of the bed? We did get to the edge of the bed. Okay. And How we stayed there stay for there? a long time because I couldn't call for help. Really? Oh, wow. I had no hands. I had no yeah. hands to call for help. So how'd you get him back in the bed? I called for help. He <laughs> <laughs> had a visitor came. <laughs> You're like, please, somebody help me. This is one of the reasons why, that is exactly, precisely the reason why anytime in the ICU, I never pull the curtain. 
I never close the door because if I need to yell, I need you to see me struggling so you will run yeah. quickly. And one of my coworkers who I'm always co-treating with, and she knows who she is because she's going to listen to this podcast. Every time we come in a freaking room, she always wants to co close the blind. Oh, give the oh, patient she privacy. Loves privacy. Oh, she and I'm like, no. I'm the same way. I'm like, however I can make you feel the most comfortable no. in this shitty situation, no. I'm going to do it. Psychologically, when you pull that curtain, the room gets hotter. It sucks all the air in. I don't know why. <laughs> all the little creases and crevices of the slider doors. You lose all of that so i'm like no people need to see these patients moving because they'll swear oh pt and ot didn't come by no they won't say ot they'll say pt didn't come by what mm -hmm. do you mean pt wasn't here no no no. i need to i need all y'all at nurse station to see me struggling with this patient plus again if i need to call for help you can yeah see i've never been happier to see a family member in my entire life yeah. and then i was like okay take the dry erase board yeah take it start just, writing shit down hit the call button <laughs> let's <laughs> toss that on the because i just needed someone to get the back so he yeah. didn't just flop back that's all i needed yeah it was rough though i was sweating and after that i was like no one's getting anything well after yeah. that i had one more patient who had refused multiple times the policy at the place where you work is yeah you get three refuse you get three times of mm -hmm. therapy coming in there and saying hey my happy face hey let's work let's do it let's get up you say no three times and you're off caseload i always give them one chance <laughs> i'm so serious i give them <laughs> listen if you i will never take therapy from someone else and waste my time coming in here to see you if you have made up in your mind and said in your faculties i am not going to participate you will be dropped from my service that same day so i'll give you three because yeah. that's what i was told to do i'm also nicer than you yeah <laughs> this lady by this lady's name it says refusal times two i'm like yeah there's no easy. way dude easy third this is me the third one this is me walking in and yeah. saying hey lady it's now or never right this time or nothing else right okay after i've just spent an hour with this oh, man yeah. who took every ounce of my energy on a friday on a friday mm -hmm. i walk in blanket over her head not doing anything she's ignoring me oh my head blah, blah, blah. i'm like all right i'm just letting you know this is your third time saying no so we really want to work with you but yeah if you're not going to get up and work with us today then we're not going to see you on caseload anymore mm -hmm. the pca from the next bed <laughs> who has nothing to do with this patient <laughs> and is sitter for the, her neighbor yeah comes over gets the blanket rips it off of her and she goes you've been asking to get up out of this bed all morning and she is here to help you do it and you're getting up with her and i was like god like mind your business i was like oh <laughs> i hate when people make me do my job oh my god so she's like okay and i was like uh. like we were almost there we almost <laughs> had the third refusal like go sit down this lady's like standby assist right yeah. we just haven't seen her and she had some stuff she needed to work on so yeah. i knew it would have been it would have been fine but i was like PCAs. Mind your business. <laughs> Seriously. Mind I was your like, mind business. your patient who's trying to escape and thinks she's at a track race. <laughs> exactly. Don't mind her. I, listen, I hate when I'm trying to like convince a patient to work with therapy and someone else jumps in it. Shut up. Dude, because you know Shut up. You know exactly what to say and how to say it and when to say it. Exactly. You have your spiel and you have it and you know whatever. And so when people come in, you're just like, listen, I knew I could push this until the afternoon and see this person here right. and if i don't have to see this one here and da, 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 da. yeah and then you're gonna make my patients shut down because you're coming at them all aggressive and they don't mm -hmm. need that like or it's friday at 2 30 okay and i was about to get the third refusal or Mind like, your business. or i know this patient could really just benefit from pt but i need to try to see them but i also have a lot of other people to see so i'm gonna ask them but i really need them to yeah. just work with pt later or sometimes you just walk before you even walk in a patient room you're just like jesus please let them refuse let them refuse let them refuse, <laughs> let them refuse please do that and i always say too like, on a friday i'm like 
Any hesitation is a refusal. <laughs> so if you take too long to respond yes or no to working with me, oh, it's always the C difference. Right. I walk up and see that orange contact paper, and I'm like, ah. oh, and they and those are the people that always want to walk, and you're just like, <laughs> as soon as you walk in the room, they're just like, are we getting up and walking today? Like How many bowel everywhere. movements had you had today? You've had like thirteen. No, can I just put a brief on? You can't go in the hallway, sweet child of God. You can't. Your spores, you can't, okay? You're gonna infect everybody else. No, no. And they're just like, I really I really just wanna get out of this room. I know you do, but you're in jail right now. You're in C diff jail, you yeah. can't get up. And it sucks, cause you're like, yeah. damn. And then as soon as you get them up, you're like, let's just walk in the room. As Soon as you get them up, what is the first thing they do? Shit, Shit on the floor. Mm -hmm. And you're just like, this is exactly why I said edge of bed exercises. Cause they're gonna poop it. And then they're, I'm so sorry. Your sphincter doesn't work right now. <laughs> so, there's no, <laughs> no need to be of sorry. Yeah, your your butthole is just loose. You can't control it. You have CD. And that's why I had an attitude before coming in this room because I know it's not your fault and I know it's my job and I'm still annoyed that I have to be in here smelling this shit. It's hot as hell in every CDF room. You have on the gown, the oh shield, my the mask. God. Listen, everybody out there listening to this podcast. Please pray for your medical professionals. We are not okay. We're not okay. That's all I'm saying. We were so not okay. We started an entire podcast. Oh, God, because we are not okay. Yeah, not okay. Pray for us. Yeah. It's, oh, goodness. Yeah. All right. You want to talk about something fun? Yes. Let's talk about something fun. Do, 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 do. So. Darren. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> and cut that. That's a long pause. It's because I don't want to ask you, do you care about? Because I know you don't, but I need to talk about it. What? Why do you assume that I don't care about something? Because it's a correct assumption. What? Car, de car degeners, Jennerdashians. You know them? Yeah. You good friends of theirs? No. Okay, so, okay, you don't have to be. <laughs> do you, uh, you probably don't follow them on Instagram, but Chloe no. just posted this video of her like they're at home and it's true she's so all those babies are so beautiful mm -hmm. first of all but true's like painting pumpkins with chicago they're having a good time and who's sitting there tristan thompson playing daddy i i i don't subscribe to that circus i just you know i love to you know what anyone who wants to be a good dad yeah be a good dad absolutely but i'm just like damn we keep doing this yeah I just feel like if someone cheated on me that much and made me look like an idiot that much, I'd maybe like, I don't know, not put them on social media. Listen, he can post those pictures on his page. I would not post those pictures. That's on what I'm page. saying. And if I did post a picture, he would be cropped out. <laughs> just a hand. Yeah. Or his knee. Cause I saw him sitting at the little table, the, the little table with his tall self. Dude. I'm like, what is that little black knee in the picture? Don't worry about <laughs> it. Mind your business. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So I was just like, girl. I mean, it's good that they can, they can co-parent. You know, um, for, the, for the sake of their child. Right now. Mm, well, you know, baby mamas and baby daddies have a special relationship sometimes. It's dysfunctional, but it's a special relationship, I guess. I don't know. I still subscribe. I can't get enough of it. And then <laughs> Bethany. you like drama, that's why. Oh, yeah. yeah. Bethany Frankel. Yes. Yes, I know wise. her. Absolutely. Did you see what she said about storming? Oh, God. Oh, with the, with the air, what is it, Hermes, Hermes bag or some kind of bag. What did she have? Are she had a book bag. A stroke? No, she had a hair. She I'm, had a backpack. Backpack. What a book bag? A book bag is a bag that you put books in. Okay. She had a backpack. What's a backpack? A pack for your back. Same thing as a book bag, bag for your no. books. 
I don't know why we're having so much trouble with this right now, but we'll circle back. Alyssa and I are struggling just this whole podcast, if you can't tell. Yeah, so basically Bethany Frankel commented, Stormy had her first day of school. I'm all about Stormy. Wait, how old is this child? I want to say three. Let's why, call it three. What school is she in? Is this Preschool? daycare? Preschool starts at four. And then she's four. Okay. When was Stormy Webster born? Oh, of course you're going to ask Siri. How old is Stormy Webster? She's two years old. What, what kind school of school? Is she going and why to? does she need a book bag? She probably doesn't even know how to write yet. Like, what the heck? February 1st. Is she a Pisces? No. Why do we care? Jan oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> January? The end of January is Aquarius. She's an Aquarius? So, Alyssa loves to do these moon, earth, wind, water, Captain Alyssa Planet. Alyssa loves earth, wind, and fire. Earth, wind, fire, Captain Planet. The, the power is yours. Anyway, she's great. I love Stormy. I stand for her. She's wearing a cute-ass little backpack with her freaking little hair slicked back. You're obsessed with this child. That's she's dangerous. She's so stinking cute. Okay. And uh, Bethany Frankel was like, basically, this is ridiculous. She's wearing a $12,000 backpack. We are in the middle of a pandemic. How can you flaunt your wealth like this? And I'm like, on one hand, yeah, is it excessive? I get it. Probably. On the other hand, this woman is a billionaire. She's a billionaire. She's a freaking billionaire. What is $12,000 to her? Not a, a goddamn thing. She puts it on her baby who's She's never going to wear it again. She's a billionaire and the daddy also has his own Alyssa's earphones came out. But here's the thing. Bethany, you're... Uh, what? Oh, oh it came out of there. I was like, what? Oh, Alyssa's having some technical difficulties with her Beats by Dre over here. Um, we're not sponsored by them. I, I wish we were, but anyway. Um, yeah, Bethany Frankel has money as well. She has wealth. So, I mean, yeah, I get I don't what know she's what her saying. crusade is, but I'm just like... First of all, y'all all have money. Like, no one else Seriously, does. Second like, of all... It's all perspective. Like I'm sure when kind like when you have that much money, it's kind of like even now having a little more than like middle class money. You yeah. buy a, a backpack that's like a hundred a North Face backpack for a hundred dollars, and other people would be like, you know, wow, that's so much money on a backpack. I I am other people because I would never spend a hundred dollars on a North. No, I don't own anything North Face related. Okay, I have a North, North Face, Face backpack, and I did spend a hundred dollars on it, and I love it. Now I can go to Target and look at their backpack section and be like. I don't care about the price of the Target backpacks because they're not going to be any more than $30. Listen, different strokes for different folks. Dang. If I'm a billionaire who is spending $250,000 on purses for me, what's $12,000 for a baby for bag? My, yeah. yeah. And Christina Million jumped to her side, of course. And was jumped like, to whose side? Bethany? No. Oh. She jumped to Kylie's Kylie. side and was like, girl, she's a billionaire. That's nothing to her. Well, my thing is even too, like, I, I get what you're saying, but it's not like she was flaunting. Was she flaunting the bat? What was the caption of the picture that Kylie Jenner posted? Because I think it, it maybe it's all in perspective of what she said, because if she just posted a picture and said, oh my God, it's my daughter's first day of school. And you noticed that it was a $12,000 bag. Then that's your issue. And that's also privilege on you. Who the hell could notice that it's a $12,000 exactly. backpack unless you knew what a $12,000 backpack was? You probably like. tried to buy one for one of your kids. The fact that you knew it was a $12,000 bag, because I I'd have been like uh, i wouldn't even care about the bag i'm like why are you sending your two-year-old to school mm -hmm. and it's not school it's daycare it, it, yeah I can't but don't you that. have a nanny why is she going to school whatever it, people listen. maybe they want her to what you do people she got enough cousins she got social interactive skills they could have their own daycare seriously just okay, put wait. all of them together let me find this post yeah i would like to know what the caption said because maybe something that the caption said made her feel like she was flaunting a twelve thousand dollar bag on a two-year-old I wish. Plus, it's nobody's business. That girl, like, I get it with unemployment. Here's the thing. Here's the thing with unemployment. Let me just say this while you're finding that. Mm 
Mm-hmm. Unemployment is not what's happening right now. Let me tell you why. I had a half day of work this week on Tuesday. <laughs> okay, oh no, Wednesday. I went to Home Goods, people. Home Goods. I was like, you know what? Let me just see what kind of home decor stuff they have. I wanted some more candles. And I was like, I'm just going to go to Home Goods. I got off work at 11.45 a.m. Okay, Central Standard Time. By the time I got to Home Goods, it was 12.15. Home Goods was packed. I stood in line for 25 minutes. And I was like, aren't we in a pandemic? Well, I feel that way every time I'm out and there's traffic. I'm like, I could have sworn that the world was shut down. But was it, wasn't it just 30 million people applied for unemployment? Why are you at the home goods? And didn't it run out was the problem? Thank or you. it was going to stop in July? That's what I thought too. So where did you get money for home goods? Home goods ain't even expensive, but I'm just saying. Your priority shouldn't be home goods. I'm an essential worker who has not stopped working and I'm grateful for my job. Let me have the home goods to myself on my half day. That's what I'm saying. So it was the. Video. I am not making light of unemployment. Unemployment is real. There are people who are out here yeah. that are struggling. So before you even make some stupid comment in the comment section, shut up. The, <laughs> it's this cute ass video of her. She's just jumping around. Okay, but okay. And Travis what is did, there. What did the caption, the caption say? says? First day of school. Black heart. Note paper with writing and a pencil. That's literally what the caption That's said. That's literally what it says. And Bethany Frankel decided to. She said, I never say, oh, she might have posted this on Us. So Us Weekly reposted that video. Yeah. And. Uh, so Kylie Jenner never addressed or said anything about the bag or the 12 or how much no, it No, Kylie Jenner wasn't like, look at this cute little bag I just bought yeah. for my two-year-old daughter. She was daughter. just focused on, this is her first day of school. Mm-hmm. We're just proud it's her first day of school. So. Oh, God, if I do that one more freaking time. Alyssa, you have headphones on, sweets. They're not wireless. They are, but not for this I know. soundboard. So then Bethany Frankel said, I never say anything about this, but, you know. But I'm going to go ahead and say something. This is a humble brag. It's a $12,000 backpack. I don't think it's a humble brag. She wasn't like, look at this cute little backpack I just picked up. It's twelve grand for the little, little price. She was like, grand. I'm excited. This is my first baby. Yeah. It's her first day of school. She's styling as hell. Also, they I mean, live in freaking Calabasas. Everyone but, has backpacks like that. But my thing is, why is that your business that she decides to buy a $12,000 bag for her child? And why do you feel like it's bragging? Because you can't afford a $12,000 bag? Like, why are we even bringing up how much the bag costs when the, when the preface of the, the post was about her daughter starting school? I don't know. And then know. you said there were cars in the background? Yeah. What kind of cars were they in the background? I'm quite sure they were luxury vehicles. Um, one looks like a Range Rover. One looks like uh, something very nice. And then there's a Lambo in the back. Right. So you you skipped over the Lambo that cost a million dollars, but you're going to yeah. focus on a damn $12,000 bag? And the like six-car garage she's in front Thank of. Thank you. Bethany Frankel, get a life. Please, get a life. Worry about your wine and who you're going to fight next on the Housewives. And I actually like, well, actually I don't. Whatever. She's skinny girl, right? Yeah, skinny, skinny girl, girl something. Yeah, but just stop. Just stop. The girl was focusing on her baby. The girl has a jet. (laughs) Okay, a $12,000 bag is not a humble brag. And as a billionaire, it is not your job or responsibility to make other people feel better or worse about their money. Like, she can't can't help that she's a billionaire, but she shouldn't feel bad about what she has and the accomplishments that she has because someone else is unemployed. Like, what? What is one billion minus 12,000? Okay, don't ask me no math. You already know I'm... That's (laughs) not my forte. So that's my Kardashian drama. But even even for Bethany Frankel, ma'am, you you have money. So when you walk past a homeless person, isn't that humble bragging? 
True. Just walking past them with a wallet. What a humble brag. Yeah, because you got a home to go to and they don't. Mm-hmm. Shut up, Bradley DeFranco. I, shut up. Shut up. Mm. And that's my TED Talk. I like it. Waka Flocka is now a doctor. Yes, he go is. Go Joaquin. But it was also, okay, so he got a. Is that his real name, Joaquin? It is now? No. I'm okay. pretty sure it is, unless it's spelled or like said weird. Isn't it Joaquin? Never know. I thought his name was Waka Flocka. I'm kidding. I know that's his Oh, station. that would make Joaquin Waka Flocka. I'm onto something. Maybe. I swear that's his name. Yeah, he got, I heard he got his uh, doctorate in uh, philo- philanthropy and humanitarianism. Yeah. But it's an honorary. So why do you, what is, I just need to know what he did to get an honorary doctorate. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Okay. So he got an honorary doctorate. Yes, no coursework. Okay, so that's not a doctorate. Okay. Ooh, wait, wait, wait. I'm I didn't sorry. realize. I'm sorry. I struck a cur- no, no, no. I struck a chord. You didn't, but you didn't strike struck a strike a chord. But I, I have to say this. So when you get an honorary doctorate, most of the time you don't have to do anything for it. People, you come and you're the guest speaker at a commencement ceremony, and then they present you with this award, like, oh, you have an honorary doctorate. Just like Diddy and some of these other people, like Angela Bassett, actually did coursework to gain a doctorate degree. I'm just going to say this, and I don't care what you feel about it. To me, people who have worked for a doctorate degree, because I have one, let's be clear, uh, the amount of work that you have to do for a doctorate degree is not in comparison to speaking for 20 minutes at a commencement, and then you just have this plaque and say, call me doctor. Because I was trying to figure out, I was like, wow, he was really in school. Like, that's amazing. Because even Shaq, Shaq got a doctorate, but he actually went to school and did coursework. So... I kind of got to take that back that I'm like, oh, he's Dr. Walker Flock. You're not. You're not. Because had you never spoke at a commencement or whatever, then you wouldn't have it. But if you did coursework, sir, congratulations. But if you didn't, I want to no. say he didn't. He also says, quote, I learned so much from Tupac, Nas, and Master P. I thank God for them. Oh, my God. Yep. I, it's honorary for sure. Yeah, if it's an honorary, you didn't do no coursework. So it's, it's not official and you can't take it nowhere because I don't care how many people give you an honorary doctorate. You still can't go and practice whatever humanitarianism. I mean, you Philanthrop- can How do you practice? I mean, doesn't he practice philanthropy? Surely he gives to something somewhere. Cars to the homies. I mean, for tax purposes, there are a lot of wealthy people that do philanthropy work. I could be a philanthropist. I donate. You better be a, philanth- a philanthropist. I'm, I'm a philanderer. Ah. You can't crazy but you better be because for tax purposes you can get your money back that's all i'm saying you think oprah out here giving cars because she like people <laughs> tax write off that's all i'm saying he was celebrated for the charity work he's done over the years he took to twitter to declare that he would be dedicating his life to mental health advocacy that's suicide awesome. prevention i guess his brother died from suicide yeah his brother did commit suicide uh, so you know what that's ago. that's a good thing i'm gonna give that's it to awesome. him you're not a doctor yeah you're, but i'm, I'm not, not calling, calling you dr flocka no, no definitely not but congratulations on your honorary doctorate that yeah, I'll just leave it at that. So that's my TED Talk number two. <laughs> that was also a good podcast. Yeah. So what else has been going on in um, social world, social media? Savage Fenty Show. Did you see it? Ooh, I did not because okay. I didn't know it was coming on, and I don't have cable, but I did see clips. Is it? I think it's on Amazon Prime. Was it? Yep, and I have yeah. Amazon Prime. Sorry, Laura Harrier eight, Lizzo eight, Combs, oh. Justin Combs. Which Combs was it? Justin? Does that seem good to you? One of the Combs boys eight. Probably Sean. No. No, that's what? Diddy. That's Brother Love. No, no, no. Oh, yeah, his name is just. <laughs> oh, this is why oh, Lizzo Prince. does this It part. was Prince. No, shoot. Who's Prince? Because Christian. That's what I'm trying to say. It was Christian. Because Which one is Christian? Is that the Justin Barge? calls himself. Uh, 
Christian calls himself Prince Combs. It's and one Lum of calls the Danny himself boys. King's Comb. King Combs. Who, who, who? And then Quincy's just Quincy because his I daddy's say, who's not. Who's the one that looks just like Puffy? Oh, that's Justin. Justin. Okay, so he was not in it. So no, um, it was him. I don't know. So Prince, the one who calls himself Prince, is Justin. Okay, that's the slight skin one. You're talking about oh, that's Christian. what you call it, mom. I mean, son. Um, his mom is yeah, yeah not that. So remember, yeah, yeah. Kim had Quincy, which is the uh, yeah. his daddy is the other guy, Elder Barge. Elder Barge. Yes, and then the, the this one that I'm gonna show yes, you. Yes, yes, yes. I don't know how we got here, but yeah, well, you were bringing it up. One of the Papa Diddy Pop's sons. The, <laughs> so it's because one on Instagram is Prince Combs and one's King's, King Combs and I get confused. But this is the one that was in the Fenty show. Yes, that's the one that looks just like Christian P. Diddy Pop, Combs. Papa Diddy Pop. Yes, yeah. okay. But they all look so good. Rihanna looked so good. When does she ever look busted? Never. Never. Rihanna never looks busted. Dude. Even if she's in sweat, she never, never looks, looks busted. busted. She just mm -mm. looks good. It's a look. Yeah. That Who happened, else was in it? Um, Willow. I, is that the picture that's kind of circulating around? She looks yeah. like she's put on weight, too. Her face looks much fuller. Yeah, she looks really good. She yeah. looked good. Who else was in it? Belle Hadid was in it. You don't really care about her. Laverne Cox was there. Oh, I don't even know who that is. First of all, don't, don't insinuate that. I don't even know who that is. Bella Hadid? I mean, that's what I'm Bella saying. Hadid? You don't care. It's not that I don't care. I don't know who she is. Gigi and Bella, the models. I don't know who that is. Uh, Kendall Jenner? Kendall, yes. Okay, Kendall's friends with other models who look a lot like Kendall but are not Kendall. Okay. Yolanda Hadid? Nope. Housewives? Nope. Zane, One Direction? Nope. Okay. Got your white side coming out. Oh, no. Just I'm young and no social things. <laughs> that uh, could be true. I would definitely say that's the latter. She's dating The Weeknd. Nope. I know who The Weeknd is, but okay, I don't know so who The Weeknd's been on and off with this girl. It's this model. It's There's okay. You're right. I don't care. Who else was there? <laughs> See, I told you. This is why I don't tell you shit. <laughs> this girl. Nope, still don't know who she is, but okay. Yeah, right. so she was there. I, saw, I heard you say Lizzo. Lizzo was there. Lizzo actually was featured. She's on the cover of Vogue. She, I think she was the the first plus-size African-American woman that was featured on Vogue. And honey, she ate that photo to the gods. Dude, she's perfect. Or is that even a thing? To the gods. Do you, you watch Pose? I said you, you ate that picture to the gods. Whatever. She was beautiful. She I was, do not. I've, I've seen a couple of episodes of Pose. Okay, I love that show. Have you been? Have you watched? Do you watch? Um, what's the other one? Pink P Valley. Isn't no, that similar is to good? Pose? I don't know. I, I see people keep talking, making references about it, but I just don't know. Okay, I'm glad that you brought up Netflix. Ooh. Enola Holmes. Did you watch that? No. Okay. Henry Cavill. Yum. The guy from Finnick from Hunger Games. Yum. Yes, he's gorgeous. He's gorgeous. He's in that too. Yum oh, yum. Cool. Millie Bobby Brown. No. Stranger Things. I've never watched Stranger Things. Cut, Darren, cut it, cut it, cut it. <laughs> You've never seen Stranger Things? No. Are you kidding? You have to watch it for Halloween. No. no. Yes. I, listen, I, Criminal Minds is the scariest. No, I it's not. But Stranger Things isn't scary. It's like, it's so good. Please just watch the first episode. That's what all demonic people say. Oh, it's not scary. It's not demonic. Oh. Why, why are things that strange? Because it's like um, sci-fi in the 80s. These kids are basically like one of their friends goes missing and they're trying to find him but it's not like scary kidnap missing it's like, oh okay okay like mystery yeah kind like, of like mystery quirky. alien quirky missing. oh okay okay i can do that kind of et wait don't say they're like 10 seasons because i'm not gonna go back to the beginning no i think there's two or three but just oh, watch okay. it it's just it's good but okay, she's in the show yeah 
and she look she's younger than older now in this new movie the enola holmes movie it's like sherlock holmes yeah but the sister but there was this weird thing going on with her and drake and everyone was talking about it and now that's all i think about when i see her is drake is drake but like creepy drake not even like fine drake you know what i mean hmm, interesting but it was pretty good that's cool it's just a fun little lighthearted movie yeah if you're bored enola holmes enola holmes okay. you still haven't watched lovecraft country but i'm caught up and it is a wild ride wait is the season finished yet or no it is not i think seventh or eighth or eighth or ninth episode is tonight oh well okay so here's part of the reason why i haven't watched lovecraft country and hbo if you would like to sponsor our podcast we would appreciate it so i can get a free subscription because i don't have hbo and killing me nobody posts it on youtube so i can't see it for free hmm. <laughs> but Alyssa actually has hbo and she won't give me her password I or she she keeps saying she keeps password. saying she's I gonna give don't. me her password but she hasn't done I'm it yet i'm just bad at doing things but i'll give it to you yeah so I, I need you to watch it i will accept talk about your it. password so i can watch it yeah yeah that's what i got oh so you know what i did see first of all um did we talk about snl and we talked about Meg the stallion on this oh so on snl this week did you watch snl I watched clips of SNL. So SNL, I was waiting all week for SNL to, to um, come out because I knew that Jim Carrey would be playing Joe Biden. An American treasure. That oh, man. my gosh. He's amazing. And Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin is so underrated. His depiction of <sighs> Trump is. Dude, the best thing Alec Baldwin did was Cat in the Hat. Do you agree? Did you ever watch Cat in the Hat? No. So I can't agree or disagree. <laughs> uh, I told you I'm not a TV watcher. I'm a I'm a more of a YouTuber. But um, but yeah, that their exchange was hilarious. And um, Maya Rudolph her her depiction of um, Kamala Harris was a bit meh. I think she's gonna get better when um she has more material. She has more material, and her and Pence and um, Kamala go at it on their debate. Um, if they even you know decide to do it, but um, I thought it was absolutely hilarious absolutely hilarious are your arms getting tired holding your microphone no but what if i like we're in the studio you know like i held it like this well yeah that's how it's gonna go that's not unless you want one of these because if you want one of these you can get one of these so yeah, you can I'm just talk right into the like top of ornament yeah no it's funny though yeah. i just watched the, the debate part of it i didn't watch the whole thing yeah I, that's that's really all i mean i, I watched uh, obviously megan the stallion's performance and um i really just i really watched it for the purpose of alec and jim carrey going at it as trump and biden and it was everything that i wanted it to be um i think the last thing we'll talk about in social media is um jasmine sullivan so jasmine sullivan um what's the song from her that i like well the thing that's gonna be going around right now is the jasmine sullivan challenge where they um the insecure song that she has the theme song and or not theme song but just the song insecure but she made it for the actual show insecure love insecure i love insecure as Team well you always have to Lauren that Stan me. over here. I'm team Issa. Anyway, so trash. Uh, <laughs> I'm team Molly. No, I'm kidding. I'm, uh, not. I'm definitely not team Molly. Take it back. I'm not. I'm team Andrew. Let's get that straight. I'm team Andrew. Listen, I like and team Derek. I like Yvonne Orgy, but I'm not team Molly right now. I'll, I'll get back to it, but I, I get it. Anyway, I'm we're not team fine ass men of insecure, and I stand yes, on that because all of them are fine. But um, so yeah, Jasmine Sullivan posted this picture, and of course, she's um significantly thinner than she was like you know months ago and stuff like that and you know even on the 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 back Bust of your windows sorry i knew what i oh had figured out that's a shame um even on the back of um chadwick boseman and how we were talking about you know the fact of his his um, um unfortunate death and his battle with 
colon cancer and how he had gotten skinnier and people, you know, were uh, basically just judging him and making fun of him and things of that nature. And for people to be like, oh, my God, you never know what people are struggling with. So this is why you shouldn't do this. And that then was Jasmine's, literally last month, right? Last month, literally. I mean, we're just, what, a few days in, mm -hmm. in October. And the fact that here comes Jasmine Sullivan oh, posting sick. a picture and they're, oh, my gosh, she looks so sick. You done lost too much weight. And without understanding the backhand of it that this girl's mother is battling cancer and her mother decided to take on a vegan lifestyle. And so to support her mother through her cancer process, she decided to go vegan and obviously lost, you know, a bunch of weight. You know and what? So, Let me tell you that that's an awesome daughter. Cause here's, yeah. what, I'm, here's what I'm not about to do. Go <laughs> you, vegan for my mama. You don't know if you get it once you get into that situation. That's very true. Yeah. I would do it. Me here right now, standing in myself. Yeah. I don't know that I would go. I think I would go vegan around her. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. But I would eat Chick-fil-A by myself. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm so close to veganism anyway. I mean, I'm already vegetarian. So I'm already halfway there. Um, I'm just addicted to cheese. But anyway, and honey. Um, not Honey's honey. not vegan? Yeah, honey is vegan. No, honey is not vegan, I'm saying. Because it's beef barf? Yeah. So beef barf? It, it kind of is. Wow. I never. Mm -hmm. Why welcome. did you have to ruin my life like that? But it's. Oh, it's an animal byproduct. Yeah, it's an I'm animal here. byproduct. I got yeah. you. I got you. So, um, but yeah, I like too much cheese. So, yeah, no. Um, but yeah, the fact that people are just shouting, oh my God, this is why you should never pick at people. And then even in her, the the message that she sent out, she was like, first of all, I just photographed thin. She was like, I am still 180 <laughs> pounds. And the fact that people are saying that I look sickly when I literally decided to change my lifestyle and become a vegan because my mother is battling cancer. Like, people just shut up some stuff is just for the group chat i wish i could use that i just photograph thin i don't photograph thin i wish i did actually photo. i wish i was actually thin yeah no i just wish <laughs> not just photograph I i'm thinner in real life i photograph i wish i photographed fat you know no oh okay i'm fat both ways i'm fat in photography and in real life so <laughs> in 2d in yeah, 3d exactly it just is what I, it is i don't really i have all the struggles so yeah damn that's ugh. you're damned if you do you're damned if you don't seriously i mean the girls she looks you're too beautiful big, you're too skinny she looks beautiful like she does not look sickly she just looks like she's lost weight she looks great she doesn't look emaciated or anything like that and i'm just like People, just shut up. You got a lot of projection going on on social media. I'm just not about it. It's just... I've also never gone to a celebrity's picture. I mean, like a female celebrity. I'm sure I've like tweeted on guys. Yeah. I've been like tongue emojis and water emojis, whatever. <laughs> but like, I've never gone to a girl's picture and I was like, oh my God, can y'all believe? Or like, this is so slutty. Yeah. You know? People who write in people's... I don't... I'm never in people's comments. The most I do is double tap. And if it's something that even a person that I like that they post that I don't like, what you know, the, the article or whatever that they post, I will just keep scrolling. Yeah, that's normal. That's but normal. misery loves company. Oh my God. Like, do you not have anything to do? You just... You mm. literally take the time out of your day to just comment, oh my God, Jasmine Sullivan, you need to gain more weight. What? Y'all was picking at the girl when she was heavier. Like, girl, you need to go on the diet. And now that she is, she has changed her lifestyle. Now it's a problem. People are, this is why I hate people. People are so freaking stupid. Yeah. Please just go get healed from whatever is wrong Therapy with you. Therapy is good. Therapy is fun. It is. Everybody needs like, it. What? Like, I never go on social media and comment on somebody's stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, you need to do this and you need to do that. Now, if it's, you know, somebody that I follow on Facebook who is not a celebrity and you're talking about something, then yes, I may voice my opinion, but to go on a celebrity's page and just be, 
I think you need Takes to gain a special and or type lose of weight. Person. Like even with Lizzo, you know, the fact that people like try to body shame her. Now, would I go out in a thong like that and be shaking my butt all over the place? Absolutely not. But that's your right, and you don't do it. Exactly. But do I bash Lizzo because she does it? No, she's proud of her body, and I think that's beautiful. I think she should be celebrated for loving her body. And guess what? If you don't want to see Lizzo's body, unfollow. Unfollow her and stop going on her page. And, and stop dancing to Truth Hurts because you can't. You're not allowed to if you're going to talk shit about her body. Seriously. Scroll. Just well, keep scrolling. Which is hard because that song's a bop. What truth hurts? Mm -hmm. That is a great song. I remember somebody tried to sue her and say that they st she stole a song from because she saw it on Twitter. That's the dumbest thing I ever saw. It Twitter's for the people and let it be for the people. First of all, now if one of my tweets ever goes viral and someone uses it in a rap, I'd like to be compensated. Compensated. Absolutely. I mean, but you can use that. There was a, a artist called Truth Hurts. Literally, that was her name, Truth Hurts. <laughs> so what is she gonna do? Sue is True it, oh, Jackson VP. <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> anything else we want to talk about um no everything else is sad or depressing that's it that's the last note yeah your job is to watch an episode of stranger things and i will give you the hbo you can watch lovecraft yes thank you. i want to watch lovecraft first but, but lovecraft is kind of i've heard i've seen a few a few clips of it and it's very like some people say it's confusing but you can't turn away from it you're just like what oh you're asking for my opinion well let me tell you it is black <laughs> Indiana Jones with sci-fi elements. Um, I also watch it with my mom, so I think there's maybe a little too much sex to watch. Is with it weird to watch sex scenes with your mom? No, but does she tell you, Alyssa, close your eyes? No, okay. it, it's not weird to watch a sex scene with my mom. It's weird to watch like six sex scenes in a row with my yeah. mom, to where we're like, okay, okay, all right. Let's just fast forward. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it is one of those things where you're like, I don't because. The episodes don't go chronologically. They mm. bop back and forth and they bop between characters. So it may be all the oh, characters okay. one time and just yeah. two of them this time and back with two of them. Yeah. So it's kind of confusing for you like, what, huh, what? Yeah, you can't look away. Yeah. I mean, I kind of like stuff like that because it keeps you it keeps you looking and but at the same time, you're just like, do I have to watch this over to figure out what the heck happened? Yeah, like an episode will start and I'll be like, we don't know these people. What's going on? Why yeah. is this happening? Who is this? Exactly. But you catch on, it's not, hard to follow it's yeah. just it takes a second to follow right if that makes sense yeah but. i heard it i haven't heard a, a single bad thing about lovecraft country at all it's good so yeah i'm definitely gonna watch it and I, I need to do more i need to do better at watching more tv to a degree but i kind of like silence when i come again we talk every day all day at work <gasps> i just want to come home and shut up i don't really want to i don't want to hear anybody talking i don't want to be stimulated i just want to be see that's how i am with my roommate i'm like because yeah. she's a teacher so she all, she just listens to herself talk all day yeah. we talk to patients all day right and i have to be like super caring and interested and motivating and it yeah. sucks so exactly. when we come home we're both like just put something on the tv we're not talking yeah we're not talking yeah yeah just so that's why we watch 50 shades of gray like three times a month <laughs> <laughs> like which i still have not seen oh my I know, gosh I know. okay we have to i know i know i'm, I'm, I'm gonna do better i'm gonna the thing be is better be best as melania trump would say be best but the thing is when i come home from work i'm so tired so i just come home i take a shower sometimes i eat sometimes i don't sometimes i snack and then i just go to bed or i look on youtube until i fall asleep and then i wake up at three o'clock in the morning with all my lights on in my house and i'm like dang it alexa turn off everything i don't know how you go to sleep with all the lights on I don't either. I just, I don't realize it until I wake up with all the lights on. <laughs> when we were, who was I watching? Huh. 
It was something about all of the lights. Darren cut this. I don't know where I was going with it. I don't know where you're going with it. Because in my head, I was telling my mom, like, who falls asleep with the lamp on? Because we were watching Lovecraft. But in my head, the response was from Marissa saying, well, like, Monty does that all the time. But that doesn't make sense. Well, because see, my, my, I have the bulbs that I have in my room are dimmers. So I only put my lights on at 20%. So it, it's almost like oh, a you're setting a mood. Yes, so it's time to go to bed. So my lights are. I'm thinking like like, lights blaring. Oh no no no! Like I have a ceiling fan like this, and that light never comes on. So it's only just my my side uh, table lights, and then Alexa turns them on. Real sensual lighting, huh? Yeah. So she'll either turn them on at 100 percent or 20 percent, and so that's why I don't realize it because it's already you know mostly dark in the room, but not really. And then I'll just wake up and I'm like, damn it, all my lights are on. This is why I got smart bulbs in my house because I'm lazy. That's a humble brag. People are unemployed. Keep your rich bitch shit off the podcast. I always buy stuff on sale. I never uh-huh. buy things full She's price. Lying. She's trying to make y'all feel better. All right. Thanks for tuning in to another episode. I think that's it. Yeah. Have a great one. We're going to wrap this up. Like yeah. and subscribe. We are available on pretty much all podcasting outlets. We are available. You can listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Pocket Cast. You can run, but you can't hide from uh, us. Uh, there's oh, a few Darren other ones. Cut that. Yeah. Jesus. Overcast. Sunny. Clear. <laughs> drizzling. All of That's them. the name of the app. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, y'all. We'll see y'all in the next episode. Thank you so much for Bye. tuning in. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of The Face Off with Fleming and Fowler. Don't forget to follow us on all of our social media platforms, including Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube at The Face Off Pod. Be sure to tune in to The Face Off with Fleming and Fowler every Tuesday when new episodes are released.